professor and show some deserve. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the dessert. That right kid could drive a same man deserve. Now to worry, Mr. H to the head goes back to reserve. Do you get so my mom give a light support? Telling her son's own life support. And just imagine how my girl feel. On the plane, scared as hell that I got. Look like Emmett all right that's about enough of that welcome back to the podcast that was through the hills by kanye west featuring weezer <laughs> yeah I, I didn't like that <laughs> uh, it's just okay so somebody a while back somebody made a mashup album um of weezer songs but like they removed all the vocals and like put kanye west rapping over all of it it's called yeezer uh <laughs> oh <laughs> Loady low. Loady loady. I like the idea of the album more than I like the album, so. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that sounded off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It was a little bit off. <laughs> that does, that makes sense, though. Still fun. It's fun. Whatever. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Woo! All right, look. Oh, my God. Are your lights flickering? Yo, I'll be honest. <laughs> it. I don't know if we're going to make it through this episode today. I highly doubt we'll get through this episode. There we is have been a having storm. <laughs> yeah, we're having technical issues. There is a storm here strong enough to maybe knock out power. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, all right. Yeah, man, this is the end times for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, things are looking good today. Things are looking good. Uh, Biden won. Man, what else What else can you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> what else do you need? Uh, we shouldn't have get into that. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm super excited for today's episode. Um, I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, so with that being said, uh, let's start it out right. Mitch, you want to do what you're drinking? I think we should. I think we should skip the foreplay because, uh, uh, we don't know how much longer we're going to have to record. <laughs> yeah. Might as well try and just get everything in. Right yeah. I'm drinking this beer. It's from, uh, <laughs> this is going to be, the, this going to be the quickest episode you've ever listened to. All right. Lightning round. Question number one. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, go. All right. So I have got a, uh. It's from Revolution Brewing Company in Chicago. It's called the Anti-Hero India Pale Ale. So, um, I have had this before. Uh, this is pretty much the fanciest beer they had at the gas station I stopped at last night. So, I decided to go with it. So, it's nothing nothing flashy, but gets the job done. It's incredibly strong. I will say that. It's 6.7%. Um, really bitter. A lot of hops. Ah. Uh. I would, I don't know, maybe I would like it. I think that's just forever and always a kind of beer that I would only <clears throat> like one of. Yeah, I hear that, man. It's got, uh, smelling it, it's got notes of pine saw. <laughs> oh, oh, lovely. <laughs> what a lo lovely thing to have on your palate. Exactly. Um, and I'm drinking it out of my Bell's Brewery glass that I stole from a bar, so. Oh, <laughs> That happens a lot, pretty I've good, realized. I have a pretty good collection of uh, pint, pint glasses and dishware. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, okay, well, so I am going to be drinking from Urban Artifact. Ooh, they're good. The Xmas Pickle. Oh, no. <laughs> so, what is this? So this is a... <laughs> the lights were like flickering as you said that. And I was like, oh, this is really like... <laughs> shit's about to go down. Really fucking dramatic. 
Um, so this is a dill pickle X-Men, uh, I just want to say goose, but it's not, but a, a ghost. A ghost, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this was picked out for me against my will. Yeah, it's going to be real bad. Yeah. And I have no real thing on the can. Okay. Ooh. I smelled it. It smells pretty pickly. Ooh. <laughs> Ew. Oh, that, what the fuck? Yeah, that can't be good. Oh, that's weird, dude. So, pickle, like, is obviously the number one assaulting flavor, but also, like, ghosts or goose, as you say, a Christmas goose, um, has been, like, every time I've had one, it just tastes overly salty. So, I yeah. can imagine pickles mixed with, already, which are already salty, that can't be great. That's what's happening. Is it's it's a salty ass beer. <laughs> yeah. I I've had those and I hate them. And it's such a weird thing. That's weird. I don't think I'm gonna drink more of that. Is the Holy pickle hell. too much? How's the how's the pickle factor? Honestly, it is pretty subtle on the pickle. <laughs> but it it's so noticeable though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it it's not overpowering, but you cannot ignore it. Like it tastes like you're drinking pickle juice. Yeah, yeah. And that's fucking bizarre. Right. Well, remember what I think a couple episodes ago I talked about how like the, I heard about this drink where you like literally just dunk a Velastic pickle in a Miller Lite, and I had that and it was terrible. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know and why I, you would do that. And, and and actually, yeah, Charlotte had picked this out for me, and I think she had kind of picked it out based off that that discussion. Uh, and, okay. Whoo. Yeah, I'm not going to drink more of that. I'm going to be straight up. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. What have you got on uh, backup? Because <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> right. Uh, PBR, baby. Oh, yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> Went from Velastic to classic. <laughs> Velastic to classic. Yeah. That shit sucks. Stop doing white people shit to beer. Stop putting pickles <laughs> in it and clams and shit like that. Stop it. Uh, agreed. Uh. Fucking gross. Also, it's like hailing here. <laughs> it's really windy here. Yeah, it's super windy. I, I did see a thing that they were like trying to war warn people about like windstorms. But yeah, it's fucking like hailing. Jeez. <laughs> is there going to be a tornado in November? <laughs> well, with that out of the way, um, I have some lightning round questions that I can't open because of my computer. Oh, um, shit. Okay. But I think I remember what they are, so I guess we could do the lightning round. Yeah, let's do a lightning round. Mitch, first question that I think that I wrote down. So... Do you, like, even really fuck with social media at this point? I fuck with Reddit. Right. And that's about it. I was going to say, because, like, you don't have a Twitter. No. No. You, you, I know you don't do Snapchat anymore, because no. we used to Snapchat a little bit. I have an Instagram that I will post something probably every two weeks. Um, I scroll through Instagram, like... Probably, probably almost every day. Like I, I look at it, I just don't really post things. Um, Facebook, I never post things. I will uh, 
probably about once a month is how often I'll post something on Facebook. Um, but then again, I scroll through it a few every few days, like not just to see if I'm missing anything. Um, I'm definitely not like addicted to it. But Reddit is one thing that I will get. Like I'll, I'll you know I got pull up my feed in the morning and like I'm scrolling through it, reading articles and shit. Um, to me, that's the most interesting because you can cater it to like your interests, and there's not as many like stupid people posting about whatever they want to post about. You can just like, okay, here's what I'm interested in, and I want to start off my day reading about you know vinyl records. I want to read about the Reds, um, and also I actually recently discovered a new subreddit called Free Stickers, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it led me so so these people post like every you know every time a company is having like a deal on like hey this company is giving giving away free stickers you just have to sign up for their email list and they'll send you stickers um I actually found a couple of companies that will mail you stickers, like Sweetwater Brewery actually um, will mail you stickers if you just mail them a like stamped, pre-addressed like envelope, and then they'll just fill your envelope with stickers and mail it back to you. Kind of a cool idea that I discovered via Reddit. So Yeah, okay. <laughs> Reddit's the only thing I, that, that is worth anything nowadays, so... No, I could I could definitely understand that. Um, that's kind of why I ask because I know like you don't really engage much on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it is kind of a running joke I think with people that are friends with you about how bad you are about <laughs> texting. Right. So you do have you're 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 you you kind of have an old man vibe with. <laughs> social media sometimes so that's why i wanted to bring it up because i was like i don't know maybe he's like in there but you also are the same guy who was in a role-playing facebook group (laughs) that is true that was fun (laughs) so it's kind of weird it's your your social media-ness is interesting so that's that's why i brought it up but right um no, that's fair, man. Uh, I love it. That's no, that that's kind of like what I, you know, bringing up the whole Reddit thing again. And the the, the 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 Facebook group I was a part of was basically it was this role playing thing where everybody pretended they worked like in an office, and it was like a white collar and it was so crazy because like I do work in a white collar office job and then I was also part of this Facebook group that was like hey we're gonna role play and pretend we are colleagues in this (laughs) and everybody had their own like you know titles and what they did and every single post in this group was in the form of like a memo and it would just say like to sales department from you know whatever (laughs) and like subject like it was so, so insane but I use social media to like do things that will bring me joy and that is about it because <laughs> i know there's a there there is a section of social media that will just piss you right off and i don't i don't really fuck with that no i i, I get that yeah i i get that i mean i'm i'm kind of the same way like i never never ever post mm-hmm. so i think that for me it's just like my my in to what other people are thinking Mm -hmm. Um, but I also use Facebook because like, I'm not like, I'm not like into TikTok because I think it's cool. Um, I actually think TikTok is incredibly cringy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but a lot, a lot of TikTok videos end up on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. like, I feel like it's one of the few things that plug me into things that are like trendy 
So it really just helps me stay relevant. Right. Yeah, I'm the same way. That's how I feel. Um, And also, like, as much as I hate social media, the one thing I will say about it is that it, um, the reason I haven't, like, gotten rid of it altogether is to kind of, like, well, to stay hip, but also, like, there, like, I follow a whole bunch of like my favorite bands and comedians, and I use it as a way to, like, you know, they make an announcement hey, we're going on tour, we're going to be like close to you. Like, oh, I want to go see that show. Had I not right. seen it on Facebook, I wouldn't have even known it was happening. So, right, right. I mean, that's the thing, but yeah, I, um, I mean, I'm still just so involved with like YouTube and like YouTube drama and just like the current state of YouTube. I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm on YouTube a fucking lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. Like I said, I know you you have kind of an interesting relationship with social media, so that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Next question. Do you ever like kind of miss working like the shitty jobs that you used to work? <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Not you know even kind I mean? of like, yes. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that, that's a good question because, um, there was something, you know, even though I hated those jobs in the past, like I worked at uh, a coffee shop, which I actually did like, um, I worked at pizza hut. That was uh, the fucking worst, but looking back on it, it like, even though I hated pizza hut and I didn't make shit while I was working there, um, it was definitely one of those jobs where you could just like, clock out and forget about everything like there is no stress to take home there's you know there if something bad happens like it's not going to eat eat away at the rest of your day but now like my my job is of such that if i have something bad happen like i'm thinking about it the rest of the day even after i get off like ah damn it that i can't believe this is happening like you know so there yeah i miss the freedom of not having to worry about my job when i'm not on the clock so yeah, no, that's that's kind of why I brought that up, because like I just think like when I used to be like a cashier at Rite Aid, I've been like kind of missing those days a little bit, weirdly enough, because it's just like, man, I remember I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I worked like don't get me wrong. I worked and I was a hard worker. But like <clears throat> if somebody came in and kind of tested me, I didn't really care about pissing them off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And actually, I was pretty petty. And like, I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't I, I never want to have to go back and work at Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. I never do. I got fucking maced at that. Oh, yeah. By the <laughs> way, I don't know if I ever put that together. I when the not my farm <laughs> episode, I can now safely say because I'm well removed. Um, I was pepper sprayed at a Rite Aid. <laughs> I was at work defending my coworker. <laughs> That's what I did. So it's actually a better story in that light, but yeah, I, I kind of forgot. Like, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can tell people now. Yeah, nobody even really knew. <laughs> yeah, then I got yelled at because I ran after the dude. Right. I mean, not yelled at. <laughs> actually, no. My boss was totally right because I, I, I mean, that Rite Aid was not in a good neighborhood, <laughs> and he was the next day. I was like, so I'm sorry all that happened, and he was like, yeah. Maybe don't full speed run at people. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I turned around like <laughs> I had my back to him. That's what pissed me off about the whole thing. I had my back to him. Yeah. Yeah. He a bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. You got you got maced at one of your jobs, which is something I've never done. So, I mean, um, I don't recommend it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> it's really stressful. I was up for like two days. But no, like I, I do sometimes, though, just I, I just miss 
that. It's, I think you put it really well. I miss being able to like get off work, go home. Even if I hated the job, even, you know, I could go home and be like, whatever. Also, I kind of miss working second shift every now and then. Really? Huh? I just like because like, you know, you could always, always stay up late Mm -hmm. if you work a second shift job. I mean, you just have to because your schedule is tailored differently. Right. But just that feeling of being able to like, I know when I get home, I don't have to go to bed. Mm -hmm. Like. I can unwind. I can do my thing. It's late, you know, and I don't have to get up early tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just it's I don't know. I, it's weird. I feel like there just are benefits inherently to a second shift schedule. But first shift, though, that routine, that consistency is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be honest and say that I haven't fully embraced the first shift lifestyle. Yeah. Another another shitty job I had in the past that looking back was like kind of amazing was uh, when I was in high school, I also worked on a golf course um, and I did like uh, manual labor. Basically, I, I was on the landscaping crew, so I would just like weedy and mow and take care of the foliage and all that shit. Um, and I hated it at the time because it was such a backbreaking job. It literally was like so much physical, you know, movement throughout the day. But like looking back on it, it was kind of the best time of my life because like, so I, I hated the early mornings, but it was, I had to be there from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. So like if you, if you don't need, if you don't take a lunch break, you get off at 2 p.m. Now, sometimes when I get off at 7 or 8 p.m., I'm like, fuck, man, like that was the life. And then I also like since I was doing manual labor in the hot sun, I was the skinniest I had ever been. I was in the best shape. I was super tan. I was sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, I mean, I even kind of feel that way about Rite Aid, man, because like I don't think people realize that when like a Walmart has crews that do one thing, Mm -hmm. right? They have a crew that does the truck. They have a crew that stocks. Yeah. Rite Aid, that's everyone, man. Like, Mm -hmm. you do fucking everything. So, like, tearing those totes off that truck, man, they're fucking heavy, man. Those are (laughs) easy 7 to 100-pound totes sometimes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got ripped. I I bet, yeah. (laughs) I was ripped. I never ate when I was there because you don't have time to. So, you Mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, just, I don't know. Every every now and then I miss it, but I am, like, thankful because I'm like, this is way better. First off, I get paid way more. Mm -hmm, Um, But, you know, it's just, it's hard when you care at a job that is, because we both kind of work in a a more traditional office setting. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, that just inherently is more stressful. Um, (laughs) So that, that could get kind of exhausting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot you're expected to be like more professional and it really is one of those things where like, if there are, you know, the, the shitty situations, like if something bad happens at your, at at the pizza hut job, worst case scenario, you have to remake somebody a pizza, give them a free pizza. Now the, the stakes are way higher. If you fuck up, like they will be rightfully pissed and so that's you know there's there's a lot of pressure so yeah no that's that without getting into too much detail no you're exactly right (laughs) Right. there's a lot more pressure um Mm -hmm. which which is inherently just going to be more stressful um all right so i think the last question i had actually i think i also might be able to pull up my notes here at some point my computer restarted um my last question was (laughs) Um, one I probably know the answer to, but I guess I don't. So, like, do you work out at all? 
it goes on and off. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I don't. And I guess I'm asking this question because I'm just trying to, why is it so fucking hard to work out? Because I like it every time I do it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's just, yeah, every time I do it, I feel like, oh man, I should do this often. And then I feel better about myself and I feel better about my my day. And I'm like, oh man, I did, I did good today. Um, but then it's just summoning the courage to like, because it takes a long time. Like it, I don't yes. have an at-home gym. Like, and I, I, I don't have enough time in my, I just feel like I don't have enough time in my day to like, I got to drive over to the gym. That'll take 20 minutes. I got to spend like an hour there and then drive 20 minutes back. That's an hour, 40, two hours out of my day. Like who has that kind of time? But then like, if, if you really, if you really, you know, want it bad enough, you'll make the time. But I just keep telling myself like, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Yeah. I mean, I think I do the same thing. It's just like, but that's cause I, I really like even doing cardio. Like I, I was jogging there for a probably solid while and I loved it mm-hmm. and it was, making me feel better i had more stamina like it was it was having seen benefits i don't know why i stopped and i don't know why i don't go jog now because you have time to jog you just jog down the fucking street sure sure I think my, the one of the reasons I like stopped and haven't really been back is I I have this problem where I will like work towards a goal and then when I hit that goal I'm like oh fuck I'm good uh, and then I just kind of like go back to the old habits that I used used to do like um, I got a gym membership like a few months before we went on our uh, before me and Erica went on our uh, vacation because we were going to be at the beach I was like oh I want to get a little you know lose a little weight for the beach you know I can look, feel better about myself look better in a swimsuit and then also not feel so bad about you know drinking a bunch of beer and eating like shit when i'm there so then i you know i did i went i went for like a month or so before the vacation and then when i got back from the vacation i was like oh man i did that so i don't really have anything to work towards now so i haven't (laughs) okay so you're in a little bit more of a cycle where you will go work out and exercise and stuff but like you said when you hit that goal you're like Sweet, and then <laughs> yeah, I picture peace. you with like a, a foot long sub, like nom, 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 nom. yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, peace out, everybody in the gym. See you in six months. <laughs> see, in, see you on New Year's. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Okay. Well, that's that's all I had. I just I had I just had some random ones to uh to ask. That's cool. No, it was good. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did good. Did some good questions there. All right, Mitch. Well, um, I guess we go ahead and get into this thing. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, so, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> mildly excited. So here's here's what happened. I have been wanting to do this forever, and I've been trying to figure out the best way to do it. So what I told Mitch... It just came down to it. We need an episode idea. And I was like, perfect. We're doing it. I said, Mitch, I want you to get on Netflix. I want you to type in the word anime. And I want you to shift through the (laughs) thousands of animes that exist on Netflix. I want you to find one that's remotely interesting to you. Watch the first episode. And then we're going to talk about it. Yep. And I did. I think I picked out a winner. (laughs) You you picked out a cool one. So I think here's what we're going to do. I have some questions to actually ask you. So I'm going to interview you about this this anime that we watched. So Mm -hmm. Mitch ended up uh, picking Kinjin Ashura. Um, which is through Netflix. So Netflix, it's a Netflix original. So I assume Netflix just picked up this anime. 
Um, but Kinjin Ashura. So, Mitch, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to kind of give us your best summary of what this show is about. <laughs> okay, we can try. Um, so... I watched the first episode, and what I gathered is um, it's basically about um, these companies in Japan that hire fighters to fight to the death, and the fighters each represent other companies. So I guess if they get in a beef with another, you know, business, they'll just send two of their hired people to fight to the death, and whoever wins, like that's the company that wins the decision and then they got this uh this weird old guy comes into the picture i can't remember his name it's something japanese he <laughs> it's japanese he is, hired, <laughs> he is hired to be the manager of this fighter guy who he's really intimidated by also kind of sexually attracted to we'll get to that later um <laughs> and that's all i have so far <laughs> no i think that's a pretty good uh submission like I, I kind of looked at it as like I, I feel like yeah, that that is the plot. Like um, basically, yeah, like this is how companies settle disputes. So they just they bring into yeah. and actually in the show they tie it back to like feudal Japan um, and this like ongoing tradition uh, with like feudal J- Japanese merchants and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. If companies end up in these disputes, they send two fighters in, fight to the death, and then whoever wins uh, wins the dispute. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's sort of the world in which they created. So my next question is: So what made you pick this anime? What out of all the animes on Netflix that are there? I really hope it's not just because it was the first one. But what, <laughs> no, what, I scrolled through quite out. a few. Um, I actually I scrolled through quite a few, and I started watching one that like I can't remember what it was called, but it had a bunch of like girls like playing guitar, and I was like, oh, this this will be cool. Like they're playing guitar, this might be up my alley. And then I saw it was like rated TV PG, and I was like, this probably isn't going to be as badass as I think it is. Um, so I shut that off after a couple minutes, and then I you know scrolled back through the menu again, and this one kind of stuck out because it had a cool like you know. The, the 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 frame looked cool. I read the summary and it was basically it, it said it was about an underground like fighting ring and I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I could see myself getting into that. Um, and then that is pretty much it. I I read the summary and I was like, yeah, sounds good. And it was rated TVMA, so I was like, okay, cool. I I want to see some like I want to see some shit go down. <laughs> okay, so you so you were you were wanting to you if you were going to pick an anime to watch, you wanted an adult anime like you didn't want them to pull punches i guess yeah like you were maybe hoping for some anime boobies and some anime well not okay not necessarily that but like (laughs) more 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 over the fighting that's really all i'm here for okay okay (laughs) okay Um, but if i see some boobies then yeah sure yeah i mean if they're there i mean what are you gonna do you know exactly Uh, okay okay um so you went through, you picked an anime, you started watching it. So give me your overall like impression. Not so much. I mean, go ahead for the for the entire because we only did one episode. I didn't want to throw Mitch in too deep. Personally, I think you mm-hmm. got to watch about two or three to really figure out if you're going to like it. Um, but I didn't want to give Mitch too much. So what were like your your gut reactions when this came on? Like, yeah. It, like just walk me through your overall 
episode viewing? Sure. So I started out being really confused um, because <laughs> I have no background in anime. And I even texted you like, OK, what I picked out, is that pretty standard for how anime is? Because I have zero like gauge for what it is supposed to be. Um, so I, uh, I it, it took me a while to get into like the the art of it, like, you know, kind of like how you're it feels like you're watching a comic book come to life, which I, I give you is kind of cool. Um but at first, I didn't like it. I was like, oh, "This is this seems kind of childish and nerdy." Um, and then towards the end, I honestly got into it a little bit more because the, it had a decent story. Like that's you know, I, I felt like I could follow that. The characters were pretty cool. It's one badass guy that is a smaller dude that sh- shreds bigger dudes to shreds, and this weirdly nerdy homoerotic uh asian guy i'm like all right i I see you i see where you're coming from kind of funny um the things i didn't like about it is (laughs) okay yeah let's let's go ahead and get into that so so we (laughs) kind of we kind of have an idea of what you and well well okay let's do that first what did you like i mean i know you kind of said it but like what what did you what made you not turn it off is a good question (laughs) Uh, I feel like as it went on, I kind of like understood more what was happening and I got into the story a little bit more so much so that like when the episode was over, uh, I was like, I could probably watch another episode. I'm not gonna, but I could. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. So, okay. So yeah. What didn't you like about it? What bothered Um, you? Again, I think just my my lack of understanding of the content um, really kind of turned me off because I, I wasn't sure what to expect, and it took me yeah, like I said, it took me a while to realize like just the the art period. Like, what what am I looking at here? Is this <laughs> and I <laughs> I couldn't. What yeah, am I looking the first, at here? <laughs> the first half, I couldn't really understand the story either. I was like, what are they even talking about? Um, I know they're fighting, but why? Um, but um, so the other thing that turned me off was that, and I don't know if this is a characteristic of the genre, but the one dude just was ridiculous. He overacted. Like, I, <laughs> I got super tired of, like, every time something minor would happen, he had this stupid look on his face like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's like every single time, he was, like, surprised. <laughs> I was like this uh, for a cartoon. I'm being pretty critical of the acting. <laughs> I will say I was not blown away by the voice acting in this one. Yeah. Now, I'm going to bring this up. We're not really going to get into it, but there is a major major contention in the anime community about dubbed versus subbed. Mm, yeah. So me and Mitch both watched the dub version of the show because I definitely didn't want to be like, no, go ahead and watch it in Japanese because <laughs> he would. I I mean, I not that you're that close minded. I think you really would have given mm-hmm. it a chance, but I think that's jarring. Um, I mean, to this day, because I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z dubbed, I can't watch it subbed. If I watch it yeah. with subtitles, I'm just like, that's not Goku. Um, that's not Vegeta. Um, but that's just because that's how I experienced it. So typically, I mean, basically there are people who say if you watched, 
anime dubbed, like if you watch an English dub version, you're not really watching anime. That's pretty elitist and shitty. And I would say most people who just really like the genre don't say that. They say, watch it how you want. Mm-hmm. However, I do think that there are plenty of people who would say, though, that if you watch it in Japanese with subtitles, you are going to glean more from the story and from the dialogue. And depending on who does the dub, it could, it, you know, like I, I personally wasn't blown away by the English dub of this mm-hmm. show. Um, I did think that um, the, I even thought the audio was kind of off. Like there would be times where people's voices would spike really, really heavy. Like it didn't feel like it was very compressed audio. Hmm. Like it felt like it was all over the damn place to me personally. Um, I found myself turning it up and turning it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I will admit that part did not impress me. Um, but I think overall, I mean, it's definitely not bad. I really enjoyed this. I, I was kind of like, to sideline a bit here, I was impressed that you picked this one. Because I've actually seen clips of this show. I've never seen it, but I actually had, have seen clips of this show. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like a wrestler <laughs> underground boxing kind of anime i was like that seems kind of dope and then when i opened it up and i was like oh shit it's that show i was like damn (laughs) awesome because i was i was going to be a little bit disappointed if you just typed an anime and just click the first one (laughs) right (laughs) and then it's like yeah i watched naruto and i'm like oh come on man like (laughs) no i i spent i spent a bit of time like going through like reading some of the summaries seeing like does that sound interesting to me and i Kind of, I landed on one that did sound kind of cool. So I, I, I did you service there. You did, you did, you, you were a very willing, very cooperative uh, participant. So, um, so we, I, I think we've gone over what you've liked and didn't like about the show. So now my next question is for you: Do you understand why people watch anime? Like, did you, did you kind of glean? why this is because obviously you saw how many there are so obviously Mm -hmm, this is not a a sleeper kind of a genre like this is a huge genre big enough that netflix has its own category yeah sure so so did you Um, kind of start to understand why people watch this and almost exclusively anime yeah, I, you know, I did um, kind of, um, I, I can definitely see the merits in it. Um, like, first off, like you said, there are so many out there that really, depending on your taste and what you're into, you can find an anime that is, you know, that, that would, that you would like. Like I mentioned, I saw the one with the girls holding the guitars and I was like, okay, I'm into, you know, I'm into guitar, I'm into music. That might be cool. Um, I kept, you know, I, I saw the summary on this one, underground fighting ring. I was like, okay, that sounds badass. Like fight club kind of thing. Um, so I can definitely see like, there are lots of cool ideas for stories. Um, and also like if you're into the the visuals that had some kind of cool visuals too. One thing I noticed is like in the very first scene, um, I don't know if you saw this, but when he was fighting the huge guy, um, and he kept like breaking his bones, it showed like an x-ray of like his bones actually breaking like NFL blitz style. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. And, and I was like, Oh shit, that's kind of badass. Like, I like that. (laughs) No, I'm sure, uh, this anime is heavily influenced by NFL blitz. I'm sure that's a major, (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, okay. So that's that's another good question. So what did you think about the visuals? I mean, you I mean, you mentioned you know that you really liked that part. Um, I have a I have a impression of the visuals, but I mean overall, was it like jarring? Did it get old? Like, what do you think? Um, I got man, I, I it's hard to tell because I only watched one episode, and like I said, I don't really have a context for what they were supposed to look like. But I mean, it was kind of cool, like bright, flashy colors. Um, I don't, you know, like it's not personally my cup of tea, but I can definitely see why people are into it. It's captivating. Okay. Okay. I I was because you had kind of asked me because um, I told you that I had watched it, I liked it, um, I thought it was a pretty good one, and and that was kind of your question. Like, was this kind of a typical anime? <laughs> Did I pick one that like actually surmises anime? Mm-hmm. And while I don't think that's necessarily true, it, this is definitely a more modern anime. So personally, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you remember or think back to it. Um, actually, a good example is one of the scenes towards the end of the episode where he killed that boar and he's eating yeah. the meat. And then I believe his name's Okita is the businessman. Sure. <laughs> or maybe that's the fighter. I don't remember. I have to watch like a whole season before I remember people's names, so I definitely get it. But the businessman, uh, he like, if an anime goes through multiple art styles, like in a flashback or like you know in a sort of like daydreamy kind of sequence, it's a it's a fairly modern anime. Mm-hmm. That's definitely okay. a newer technique. Um, but I really like that too. I do think that this kind of looked like Street Fighter come to life. Like if you've yeah, ever played a more recent Street Fighter, uh, it looks a lot like Street Fighter, which I don't think is bad. But like you remember me telling you about that anime B Stars when you were in yes, last time. I saw that. I saw that pop up last night, and Eric was like, "Maybe we should watch that." And I was like, "Maybe fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> You're just like really mean about. It. Maybe fuck off. Oh yeah. Off. By the way, I forgot to tell you, I did make Erica watch this with me. She did too. So. <laughs> oh well, just fuck everything I said. What did Erica think? That's what I know. What was her impression? She hated it much more than I hated it. <laughs> no, no redeeming factors for her. <laughs> Nothing. Not, not really. Not really. Uh, although when it ended, she was just like episode two. I'll, although I think she was joking. But oh, okay. um, <laughs> see, it was a captivating enough story. Um, I did have to ask you this question because I'm so con- I was confused by this. Um, in the middle of the episode, they started rolling credits <laughs> when there was like ten minutes left in the episode. Did you notice this? <laughs> Yeah, I did get a little confused, actually, by that. (laughs) Okay, so that's not like a normal thing. (laughs) Well, so what anime is structured kind of odd where sometimes like you you have that big title sequence in the beginning. It's you know Mm -hmm. how like old movies are, right? Where you typically have your credits roll at the beginning. Yeah, Uh, anime kind of does that a little bit. But what it does is that. Because we're watching it without any kind of commercial or ad break. Mm-hmm. So if this were to air, like, typically, um, like, I'm trying to think, like, older animes had a little, like, goofy little, um, hey, you're back to watching Dragon Ball Z kind of a thing. And it mm-hmm. would just be this, like, 10-second little clip that is, like, totally random. Like, all the characters <laughs> would, like, pile in a car 
and you know somebody <laughs> would like do the victory thing and be like booshy booshy um oh god <laughs> so it, it but that was like a way of bringing you back into the episode so mm-hmm. but i have noticed that yeah animes have a lot of japanese text and i don't know japanese so i don't know what the fuck it says um but i do think that throughout the episode they'll re-roll parts of the credits to yeah to also i think tell you hey this is what's on like hey this is kenjin ashura like made by this person mm. drawn by this person kind of a thing gotcha because so, i did i did notice but the, the the weirdest part was like they were rolling credits while there was still a scene going on and there was yeah. like dialogue and then i saw i just saw a bunch of japanese letters and then i saw a few like english you know words that said like designed you know and i was just like okay this is credits what is happening <laughs> yeah so that that is fairly typical i don't understand <laughs> but that does yeah, happen. okay but it, it did confuse me i think this show blatantly did it a lot which i thought was weird i never really knew when the episode was ending right yeah like because then i started to have that like oh god how long is this (laughs) you know what i was really wanting to happen was that you would accidentally pick a movie oh god (laughs) like you wouldn't be just you know you wouldn't think about it and you're like no all anime there aren't anime movies and you pick one and then like two hours later you're like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this still going on? <laughs> uh, I, I, okay, I have to talk about this though. Can we talk about is the guy gay? Like <laughs> the older guy? <laughs> no, he's not. He even said, like, he's, I'm not of that persuasion there, at all. I know, but that, that is what I literally wrote that down because I was like, that is such a funny, like, thing to say. He's just like checking the suit out. He's just like admiring his body. And he was just like, what am I doing? I'm not of that persuasion. <laughs> I just lost it. <laughs> yeah, that one uh, was interesting. Um, also, he went out and banged a hooker after watching that fight. Can we talk about that part? Pretty sure I missed that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, after that fight scene in the alley and they exchange names mm-hmm. or whatever, like, then they talk about, like, you didn't see the animation with the egg and all the sperm flying to it? I did see that, but I didn't know what, what it was referring to. Yeah, he, he went out and banged a hooker. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, That's amazing. So this is actually a good segue. I want to talk about the themes a little bit, because I have a mm-hmm. quote that I pulled out of the episode that I want to talk about a little bit. So the the main head guy of the corporation of the businessman he said disorganized violence would lead to nothing but tyrannical rampage and i kind of was glad that there was something there like that because that was my way of saying like this is that's pretty fucking deep so i kind of wanted to talk about what is happening in the anime so like for example like to me a big big thing i think what we're going to see as the anime would go on is the businessman is going to become more of a a man um Mm -hmm. not that like the but also what i think we're looking at though is maybe possibly the way japanese culture kind of views gender roles maybe this is Mm -hmm. bucking some because the businessman i think is very kind of how you're supposed to be you're supposed to be respectful you know maybe you know quiet kind of timid like you know i mean mm-hmm. I, i'm not trying to project too much on japanese culture i'm just saying i think the businessman is supposed to represent most people mm-hmm. like his wife left or died i don't remember 
his one son is like a fucking total agoraphobic, like absolutely doesn't leave his room. His other son is like a drug addict or something and steals from him. So, but he doesn't assert himself or stand up for himself in situations. And I think he's representing normal society. And I think what the fighter, who I believe his name is Okita, he is sort of bucking that for him, right? He's mm-hmm. a chiseled god of a man and can fight anyone, and he <laughs> kills a, a very, very large boar. Um, <laughs> right. Like, way too big of a boar to then just make three boar patties. <laughs> I was, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I was like, bruh, like, what are you doing? Like, just kill a smaller boar. Yeah, Anyways. exactly. But then they also he also went down this like little path of food sustainability uh, when he was just like, well, I, I've never really thought of, you know, eating a boar just to kill it. But we do all the time. We eat animals and have no idea where they come from. And we don't even think twice about it. And then they just kind of like peppered that in there. And I was just like, oh, OK, I, I kind of see what you're trying to you're being a little preachy here, but you're being subtle about it. <laughs> well, I think that's <laughs> did you th- get that at all? Yeah, no, no, no. That that was a big part too because he talked about how oh we just go down in 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 our society we just go down to the market and buy our meat. We didn't do anything to really earn it. Like we didn't. Yeah. And I think and I would theorize that as the show goes on, this businessman is going to start to he's going to become he's going to realize that it's it's like fight club it's like fight yeah it is it is i was thinking that (laughs) where the modernization of society he's gonna at some point rebel against and just go head first Mm. in this deep underground fight culture Um, because i think he's gonna reject the modern comforts of life because i think that's what we're seeing this guy who's a fighter and that's all he does and that's all he wants to do and he and he lives in a, like a dilapidated mansion and just kills boars for food. So mm. he's he he is pretty macho and like a man's man. Whereas the businessman, you know, is coming up against that, and there's all this conflict. Like it's blown his mind to see somebody live this way. Holy shit! Is this the Japanese Fight Club? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. He's Tyler Durden. <laughs> he's kind of Tyler Durden. I really did not put it together until we started talking about it. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm talking I'm saying the plot of Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's insane. So yeah. So alright, last question, Mitch. Would you watch this show? Would you continue to watch this show? Man, I don't know. I get, like I said, I got, I got, I get the value and merits of it, and I see why people like it. Um, but personally, I'm just not one of those people that is a huge fan of this art form. Like, if I want to watch Fight Club, I'll fucking watch Fight Club. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a lot left. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. I would I probably wouldn't it wouldn't be my first choice, but I I probably would if I ran out of other stuff to watch. <laughs> I know that's probably not the answer you were hoping for. Well, no, but I I wanted an honest answer. So I feel like you you watched this episode, you had some takeaways. I I feel like you possibly have a better understanding of anime now because you you really watched like just a random ass anime. No context mm-hmm. just went in. Um, and I, I sense that while you found it, like it was a pretty good story and actually fairly captivating, 
maybe just because of the way you're consuming it like just because that it is like an animated art style it has all these different cultural references that doesn't make you want to keep going like to me i'm gonna watch this because i want to see where this goes but i guess that's like that's where i'm trying to find our difference like i'm kind of hooked on the story and i'm like if this is some weird retelling of fight club i want to know what happens Right. No, and I and I think you're yeah, you pretty much nailed it, man. Like I do I do appreciate the story. I think that was kind of cool. Um, but just I've never been a big fan of any sort of like animated um, you know, cartoon. I don't even watch like the only like cartoon everybody's obsessed with like Rick and Mortary. Everybody like I know that had a family guy phase in high school. Like I never had one of those. It's never been my favorite form of art. Um and also, yeah, like you said, there are some like references to like Japanese history that I didn't really I'm not knowledgeable enough to like oh I see what they're doing there um I think I just don't know enough about Japanese culture to understand what I'm being you know given so I think for those reasons it's a no for me I would say it's a no for me dog (laughs) all right I'll take it I got you to watch an episode though and you didn't hate it I didn't I didn't hate it. I will give you that. <laughs> All right, we're going to find one. We're going to find one. <laughs> God damn it. No, this is my everlasting quest to make you more and more nerdy. <laughs> I mean, you're yeah, you're getting there, man. I'm playing D&D. I'm I've watched an anime. I fuck. <laughs> I mean, I I think you have so much more context for stuff now. So like if you were to like hang out with a group of people and they were like, Hey Mitch, do you want to, do you want to run a one shot D and D real, uh, with us? You know, you want to hang out and do that? You could kind of do it. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. You won't <laughs> super know how D and D's mechanics work, but you get what's happening. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty <laughs> long way from where you were before we started that journey. Yeah, I think so too. And now if <laughs> somebody's like, you know, if you're ever in a situation where somebody's like, hey, man, you like anime? You could kind of be like, well, no, but I have watched <laughs> Kenjin Ashura, which I didn't hate. So but. now, yeah. So now I have a little bit of context and like I can kind of keep up with the conversation at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my work is done. Well, it will continue. <laughs> Congratulations. You're making me less likable as a person. <laughs> <laughs> you're making me more of a bitch. <laughs> um, anyways, all right. Well, that was Mitch's take on Kingen Ashura. Kingen Ashura. <laughs> um, I'd try to say that without sounding racist. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I really want to know how to actually pronounce them, so I really do try to. <laughs> But unfortunately, it probably just shouldn't lean into the accent part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, Mitch. Well, um, from here, what you been cranking, man? K-pop, man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious for a second. I was like, "Oh shit!" All right. I'll, oh, I will took say this way too far. I will say yeah. the the end song of that show kind of a fucking uh-huh. banger though. Yeah, yeah. There's fucking. <laughs> I don't it, really remember. It was like a punky little heavy metal guitar thing. I was into the. I was into the song. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> but anyway. So, so what I have actually been cranking is 
even you know just as embarrassing it's kind of cool though um it's not really a band it's um i have been listening to this i found this youtube channel by the monterey aquarium and they have this thing called the krill wave radio k-r-i-l-l like the like the sea plankton and basically what it is is it's like lo-fi hip-hop beats that is set to like a live video of their like aquariums that they have. So you can just like watch fish and jellyfish and sea otters swimming around while listening to lo-fi hip hop. It's like really fucking relaxing. No. Definitely check it out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's fair. I definitely um got into that main lo-fi hip hop beat channel on YouTube, like with the girl yeah. studying in the cat. Like mm-hmm. I actually was yep. in their Seen Discord that. server for a while. Oh, okay. Um, which I didn't really get, so I left. I don't understand Discord servers. I will be honest, I don't get it. It's yeah, a lot of people talking either. at once. It seems like everybody's been there for years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand. But anyways. Um, no, I definitely get that. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's really cool to just like if you're working on something or reading something or, you know, maybe even just dicking around playing a game or something. It's nice to just turn that on because there's there is something about lo-fi hip hop beats that are just chill as fuck. Exactly, man. I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of lo-fi hip hop. Um, like I said, especially when you have like, you know, work to do or something going on where you can't completely focus on music but you want it but you don't want to like do your work in silence um right. it sounds really awesome they use really cool relaxing themes like rain falling that kind of thing um and then also yeah paired with the live feed of an aquarium super relaxing i'll just pull that up at work and have it like on this the lower right hand corner of my screen in like a little tiny window so like while i'm actually working and uh, i'll just be like oh man that's awesome i feel you know how stressful my day is there's a fish out there just chilling man living his best life <laughs> just doing his fish thing <laughs> um for sure for sure um so I have been cranking, not a huge surprise, but just because they're getting ready to come out with a new album is the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, not a huge shocker, nothing really exciting. However, did you see them on SNL with Dave Chappelle? I did. I was going to ask you that. I didn't actually watch the episode, but I did see them. They did Shame Shame, uh, which mm. that single really grew on me. I didn't like it at first. But over time, it definitely has grown on me. I'm because I saw a, an interview with Dave Grohl, and he basically said so. He was like, "Well, we could have made a really chill album, as people do when they hit our age." But but I kind of said, "Why don't we just make a fucking party album? Let's make songs oh. for people to dance to." And I was like, "All all hail Dave Grohl!" I guess <laughs> that's a good fucking idea. Yeah, I guess so. Let's see how it um, goes. But did you see? Yeah, them? I, I know what you mean about. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, when I saw them on SNL, I, I I didn't like it at first either because it was kind of slow and didn't really build up. And I was I was I was watching it with Erica, and even she was like, "When are they going to get to the chorus?" And like he's going to scream. Like it, it felt like they're building up to something that just never like happens. Um, I was expecting them to just like break out like the heaviest guitar riffs. Dave just like, Rah! but that song anyway, they didn't. So, but the more I listen to it, the more I, 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 I enjoy it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like the best song they've ever done, but 
it's a song that's making me excited and i think they picked that song because they wanted something catchy but they also wanted to kind of be like you know this is going to be a different kind of album um because they have made those you know loud giant rock albums for a while like so because they do every couple albums or so they really do switch it up and do something (laughs) whether it's just the recording style or whatever they'll go do something different um and see how that translates. did you see them do times like these though yes that was awesome that was super cool i i got a little bit emotional because when i watched it actually that was the saturday that basically all the news mm-hmm. pundits were like, "Did Biden? I think Biden won, right? Yeah, did yeah. He, he won, and, right? And and to to in that context, I got pretty emotional. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, it was a real like slow kind of uh, um, you know somber version of times like these that I think reflected the whole tone of the world the past." four years um and i definitely urge you to go back and watch like the full episode of snl if not like the parts that dave Chappelle is in because like they fucking nailed it man they did such a good job with um they they were the perfect amount of like making fun of trump but also celebrating and kind of urging people to like go back to normal like stop hating everybody um and just you know and then when they when they ended it with like times like these i was like fuck this could not be better so yeah it was it was it was a cool thing um i and i really like that i like that you know it was it was slow and somber like that and they did the keyboard and but then they still rocked it out at the end like that's pretty standard foo stuff i think i did see a skit with dave Chappelle. wasn't there a skit where like they sat and and jemima down and they were like (laughs) hey we're gonna have to let you go and then it keeps building and then there's like fucking count chocula he's like i'm not black i'm just made out of chocolate (laughs) right and then dave Chappelle. my favorite part about that is when dave Chappelle just like he's fucking fearless man he will just get on live tv and like take a like a well-written skit like that and just be like all right fuck this i'm gonna make my own jokes he was like yeah america look at pete davidson's face right now or something like that <laughs> it's like that's not in the script but that was way funnier than anything that would have been scripted yeah <laughs> no i because i loved oh, man it was it really was good because it was funny too because it uh fucking keenan thompson doing uncle ben uh for, yeah. for <laughs> don't bring me into this <laughs> yeah. That 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 was a good bit. So no, I do actually need to go watch that episode. I actually went back and watched uh actually weirdly enough when Dave Chappelle was on in 2016 um mm. and they had an election night bit where Dave Chappelle's sitting there with all these white people and they're all like, "Oh my god, like Hillary's going to win." And he's like, "Word." <laughs> And then, like as the night <laughs> right. as the night goes on, it gets worse and worse and worse. And it's like, well, of course, Trump won Kentucky. Everybody's racist there. And then Dave Chappelle was like, oh, all the racists are in Kentucky. And then like Chris Rock <laughs> comes on, and it's a whole bit where Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are just roasting these people because they knew yeah. it. That was a good bit. Um, so I do need to go back and check that out. Uh, but yeah, so. I don't know, throw on the new Foo single in the playlist. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Do that. Have you have have you updated that recently? Uh I think I have. It should be fairly fairly recent. I haven't listened to it in a minute. I've actually been like having a lot of fun going back and listening to the old stuff that we put on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff, yeah. It's like almost it's, eight hours long. 
As of right now, yeah, it is seven hours, 55 minutes. <laughs> Holy shit. That was eight hours <laughs> of music. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're done here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, thank you guys for still continuing to turn, t- tune in. I'm going to say turn on. It's not quite right. Thanks for turn us, turning us on. Thanks for letting us turn you on. <laughs> um, we will be back again and again until eventually <laughs> when we won't be. <laughs> yeah. Until an undisclosed point of time where... I, I do kind of have like uh, I had a funny thought the other day where I thought would it be kind of funny if we just like our last episode was us starting an episode and we're doing the whole bit and then we're just like man I ain't got shit I don't want you do you want even want to do this anymore and I'm like, I don't know man not really and then just that's the episode that is amazing um no we should definitely do that um rory scovel has a podcast similar to that it was called pound cake um and basically it was just a couple seasons long the first season is he and another guy they're basically just reviewing that like hulu show like eleven twenty two sixty three about the jfk assassination oh fuck that show yeah i forgot about it's that show. fucking hilarious yeah because rory scovel super funny and the idea of them just like reviewing this random show about jfk super funny but the last episode of like season one they get into this fake fight and Rory like storms out of the room and then season two comes in and he's not on the show anymore (laughs) he is not in season two or anything after that they committed hard it's super funny Um, but I don't listen to it anymore because they're not (laughs) they don't have Rory Scoville on it yeah yeah no that's super funny um Shit, what did that... Oh, that made me think back to... You remember when you told me about the Worst Idea Ever podcast, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I... We haven't talked about it in a while, because they watched Grown Ups 2 every week for what felt like an eternity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you aware that the next one they did was Sex in the City 2? I have heard that. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't listened to the podcast, but I did know that they were doing that. <laughs> okay, I do still want to have like a grown ups to watch party with you. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. I would actually just like to watch it and then do our reaction, just so we can like compare <laughs> notes. Because I, I've weirdly enough, I've been seeing a bunch of fucking clips from Grown Ups too, and I think back to that podcast, and I'm like. Holy shit, that's that scene that I've only ever yeah. heard about and have never watched. <laughs> right. And oh my god, they had to watch that every week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, man. Um anyways, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next time. Until then, I really want to learn how to say stay fresh you cheese bags in Japanese. 新鮮な<laughs> cheese bag を維持。<laughs>